What's up, everybody? We are glad to be back with our One Word Podcast listeners. My name is Nick. And I'm Josh. This is a podcast by One Word Brand, and at One Word Brand, our mission is to choose it, rep it, and live it. So we do this by digging into each word and find out ways that we can better embody them. And we are on our third episode of Courage, and we're talking about courageous leadership today with our very first guest on the show, Doug Raskew. And before we dive into the content, we have had a couple reviews yes. on our station. So we wanted to give uh, four shout outs to GCOP1234, Annie Har, Brit257, and Big E. So thank you guys for interacting with our podcast, for leaving a review. Uh, if you're out there and you're a regular listener, we'd really appreciate if you left us a review, gave us five stars. That way we can enhance our reach and our influence through one word. Yes. All right. Let's dive in. All right. So, Doug, thanks for being here, man. We are glad to have you. Today we're talking about courageous leadership. Doug uh, is a pastor at one of the largest churches in the country and has had a lot of experience um, in various different roles around the church. Pretty much anyone that you can think of, he's probably been in at some time. Um, But we asked Doug to be on the show today because he exemplifies what it means to be a great leader in so many ways. In my own life, I can testify that he's been a great leader and an example to follow after. So, Doug, we are excited to have you on the show, and thanks for being here. Man, I am so pumped about being on this show. You guys are my friends, and uh, I had a chance to listen to the podcast last week. You guys are doing an amazing job, and so it's it's just an honor for, uh, for me to be on the show. Well, thanks for being here. So we want to know when when you hear the words courageous leadership, what are just a few thoughts that come to your mind? Well, I think all of leadership really is influence. And I think leadership is a process. It's a journey, really. And uh, I think the the longer you're a leader, personally, I think the longer you're a leader, the more courageous you can become. And I think, you know, in, in so many cases, as young leaders begin to grow, um, they're looking for opportunities to exercise that leadership. And, and it's really just, a, at times, just a, a matter of trial and error as a young leader. And I think you and I talked about this, Nick, the other day, that you know, leadership, unfortunately, can't be microwaved. Mm-hmm. And in this generation, it's so easy to get things now and get things quick, um, whether it's Uber Eats or just calling an Uber to get a ride somewhere. And uh, leadership's just not that way. It's really, a, it's, it's almost, a, it's a long journey and I don't think it's a journey that you ever end. In other words, I think leadership will, you'll always be on that journey. You'll always be growing, always looking how to become a more courageous leader in the process. Hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I remember talking to you about microwaved leadership. And that was that's profound, especially as young leaders, people who are um, in a position where we see those around us uh, as you know, 20, 30 years ahead of us in their career, and we aspire to be where they are right now, but that's not the way that the cookie crumbles. So so that's a that's a really good insight into that. Um, so our next question for you is, when you think of, of leadership, um, you have a phrase, in, and at your church there's a phrase uh, that says, who you are is more important than what you do. Can you talk to us a little bit uh, about how that plays into leadership? Absolutely. In fact, the longer I've been a leader, the more important I've found this principle to be because uh, 
um, we have a tendency just to say, hey, let's just do X, Y, Z. But if if the heart and the character is not behind that, unfortunately, it becomes a deck of cards and things fall apart fast because when your 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 insides fall apart, the outside falls apart. And um, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to learn from many, many leaders and I've seen this principle over and over that when you're emotionally healthy, your organization is healthy. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. you're only as healthy <laughs> as the leader. And um, I'm in a position now where we have an extremely healthy leader and I've seen just in a few years, our organization go from uh, just challenged to just uh, essentially a thriving organization. And uh, the three of us had an opportunity to be on a, a men's camp out in the last couple of days. And just being around, you can tell a lot about an organization by, by the, the, the team. Mm. And being around the team uh, is, a, is a huge reflection upon uh, the leader. And so who you are, and it, it, I believe it's, it's, it's all about growth. It's all about growth. Mm. What are you putting into yourself uh, that's going to cause you to grow as a leader? And when you understand that, I think leadership becomes a lot easier. Mm. That's really good, Doug. That's really good. I love that on the way up to the retreat, we had about two or three hours in the car together, and we could share about the things that we're learning together and the different organizations that we look up to and the different books that we're learning from or people or leaders or podcasts and so part of what you shared with us is how it's so important to always be learning like Mm. you just said so I want to ask you like who do you learn from what are some leaders that you look to or some resources that really help you develop and continue to grow as a leader yeah that's a great question and uh, one of the things that I that I've found is that you can have a mentor that you don't even know and I learned that early early on in my leadership and of course I've had people in my life that I've known personally but the majority, I think, of my growth has has come from people I've never met, wow. and um, you know, people like John Maxwell, reading a lot of his books, and uh, being in the church world. You know, there's a guy, Andy Stanley, that I have learned so much from uh, through his books and even his speaking. And lately, um, there's two guys. There's a podcast that I listen to called Story Brand po- Podcast. And it's really how mm. to communicate better, and uh, his name's Don Miller. Um, and then there's a guy that um, has influenced me tremendously in the last few months, Dr. Henry, Henry Cloud. And wow. um, he's, he's got a lot to say about leadership and emotional health. And really that point that I talked about before, who you are is more important than what you do. Mm. I want to take a second actually and recognize you shared about Dr. Henry Cloud and his book Boundaries mm-hmm. and how it's so shaped you. And I want to say... Part of the inspiration behind this podcast for me has been Andy Stanley. You mentioned that name, and he has a fantastic leadership podcast, uh, way better than ours, right? We're, we're learning, <laughs> but we look up to him and we go, this guy is 30, 40 years ahead of us, and we're not going to achieve that level now, but he has influenced us. So just a quick second to like say, thanks, Andy. <laughs> Hopefully he hears this. I don't think you will. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe, one day. Maybe oh, you'll man. be on his podcast next. Oh, man. So one of the key things in being a leader is your relationships with the people around you. You have a flock, right? Your role mm-hmm. is shepherd mm-hmm. and caring for other people. So you talk about helping the organization win. Yeah. How do you do that? I think it begins with making a decision that you're going to be for the team. And wow. there's a difference between working with a team and working for a team. And I believe as a leader, as long as we are in a mindset of being, hey, I am for my team, 
I am for this person. In fact, I'm going to look for opportunities that can help them grow. That's, that is gold right there. Because so oftentimes we're only concerned about the bottom line and where we're going. And that's important. But if we can stop and really, really care about the needs of the team and even find out personally, you know, how can we serve you personally? Um, even offering resources and ideas and ways that they can grow, your, your organization will grow. You know, when, when, when we realize that somebody is for us, it really changes everything. You know, if we're not sure where we stand with a leader or if, if we think, oh, this leader is all about himself or, or about what he's trying to achieve through me, um, that's, that's, you're dead in the water. Like you, people need to know that you are for them. And when they know that you are for them, they will run through a brick wall for the organization. Mm-hmm. And everybody's a better person when they know that you're for them. Mm-hmm. And right before we walked in here, I literally just saw this happen. So you're not just saying that, but you're really embodying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, you want to find out what are what what makes people um, light up? What's, what's their passion? What yeah. is their, mm-hmm. what do they want to do? And of course, as a leader, you've got to kind of guide that. But when people are in their sweet spot and they're enjoying what they do, um, it makes them a better person and it makes the team a better person. Mm. That's good. That's good. All right, so since we're uh, we're centering this this conversation on leadership around courage and what it means to embody courage as a leader, is there ever has there been a time in your journey throughout um, where you've been, where you have where there's a moment that you can say that was really a courageous move that I made as a leader and maybe it did not work out at all how you thought, but maybe it worked out really, really well. What's, what's one of those moments where you feel like you truly had to be courageous in, in the team and the people that you were leading? Yeah, I think, um, so oftentimes as a leader, you need to be looking ahead. You need to see what's going on now, but you also need to be looking ahead. And uh, you almost need to be somewhat of a futurist. I think there's a difference sometimes between manager and leader. A leader is looking at the future. A manager is looking at right now. And both are needed. And sometimes we have to have both uh, in, our, in our toolbox. But um, as a leader, you're going to make some decisions and even make some calls and even cast some vision that people don't, they can't see yet. And one of my greatest um, mentors from a distance in, in Heroes was actually Walt Disney. And he had this uncanny ability to almost predict the future. Wow. And uh, incredible creative guy. And, and he could look at the future and see, hey, this is where this industry is going. And I'm going to make some, some decisions and I'm going to take some risks. I think it's all about risk. Taking risks that maybe the world might look on and say, that's crazy. And he says, listen, just come with me. Come with me. And, um, you know, sometimes it's the ability to fail. But more times than not, it's the ability that you do win by taking those risks. I know in my life, especially in ministry, uh, in the church world, there's this, um, sometimes there's a resistance because people don't like change to look at any little bit of change and say, oh no, I'm not sure that might not work. Hmm. And as a leader, you got to say, hey, we're going to take, we're going to, we're going to take a chance with this because we believe this is where God's headed. And sometimes it's not an easy decision. Because people will um, be unsure and they're maybe even scared a little bit. But courageous leadership says, no, we, we are going to head here. Let me, let me help you along the way. And it's bringing people along the process rather than leaving them in the dust. But mm. the risk uh, oftentimes is um, worth the reward. Mm. That's so good. I love how you talk about risks. Because with the risk, there's no guarantee. right? Sometimes you're going to fail. 
you hope that more often than not you don't fail. But there are times where failure actually helps us grow. And yeah. you talk about failing forward. Yeah. And I think back in my own life of things that have just completely flopped. And I go, you know what? That was an amazing learning experience. And to not just look at, at failures as, well, that's a loss. Yeah. But to go, man, I can learn from this. Yeah, and I think, you know, sometimes that courageous leadership takes on difficult conversations. And um, last night I actually had to have one of those difficult conversations that, to be honest with you, kind of came out of the blue. But I had to stand up for someone that um, needed me to stand up for them. And I had to make a decision to confront a person that I actually was very toxic. And uh, I stepped into that space. And, and I listen, <laughs> it wasn't easy. But after I did that, I said, you know what? I did the right thing. Mm-hmm. And that did take courage. And I was glad I did. And I think it's, it's oftentimes doing things sometimes when, when it even doesn't feel like you want to. And, uh, but it's necessary. Mm. Dang, that is good. That is good. All right, Doug, you are our guest. And you are the first guest ever on the hot seat. So welcome. It is hot seat time. All right. Let's go. All right, Doug. Here's your question. Here's your question. Okay. If you could trade places with any human that's alive right now in the world, who would it be and why? Oh, oh, that's a big one. Gosh, how how long can I trade places for them? Like a day? Uh, yeah, let's say a day. A day. A day in the life of blank. Okay, okay. This is kind of crazy, and I <laughs> <laughs> if it's just for a day, I think I would like to trade places with the president of the United States. Wow, Ooh. that's a that's a good answer. Choice that is a good answer though. I would love to see the world from his perspective. That would be crazy. as a leader. That'd be crazy. But I'm ready to give it back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would that would probably terrify me. Because I could get some bad tweets. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Oh that's my funny. goodness, that's, that's a good funny. answer though. That's a good answer. All right, so. As we wrap up here, it's been an awesome episode. We're so thankful for all the wisdom you've dropped on us. Doug, it's uh, crazy. We're going to have to re-listen to this multiple times yeah. to catch it all. This is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. So, uh, Mark Batterson wrote this book about one of the most courageous leaders of all time, Benaiah. If you mm. haven't read the book, read the book, Chase the Lion or In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day by Mark Batterson. It's fantastic. It's about a biblical story, one of David's mighty men. It's awesome. But one of the quotes that he said is this, the goal of life is not the elimination of fear. The goal is to muster the moral courage to chase lions. Mm. Doug, as we wrap up here, what's your your final word to maybe some young leaders out there trying to muster the courage to chase lions? Yeah, you know, I would say believe in yourself and who God created you to be because you are a leader of someone. And just begin leading. There's always someone just a little bit behind you and develop that leadership by seeing how you can grow yourself listen to podcasts read books watch youtube videos whatever it takes to invest in your own leadership because you're always leading someone and you're always growing and the minute we stop growing we start dying and so go for it take risks Mm. i believe that you're going to be an amazing leader and just take that chance Wow. Thanks, Doug. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. That's incredible. And that is that serves as, I think, our challenge for our listeners yes. um, from this episode. Yes. Just what you said, Doug. 
invest in yourself in your own leadership because like you said you're always leading someone and i think you just said when you stop growing you start dying yep come on (laughs) yeah come on hey i want to leave you with this word as well everyone has relationships but leaders have relationships on purpose Mm. that's part of the challenge that doug said i mean start to invest in yourself and start to recognize who's a little behind you and who you can empower and have a relationship with on purpose yeah that's good that's good all right well doug thanks for being on the show with us today it was a blast to have you thanks for having me guys it was a lot of fun yeah Uh, All right, one word listeners. This is our last episode of the Courage series, but we will be back shortly um, with the next word from One Word Brand. Josh, take us home. Thankful. We're going to be doing our first episode on thankful next time we're with you. We're really excited about it, but we loved these Courage episodes. It's really been challenging, and it's really stirred a lot of personal growth in my own life, and so we hope that it has done the same for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And again, with One Word Brand, uh, our mission is that you will choose it, rep it, and live it. So with that, we're signing off, and we will see you guys next time. The area of scripture in Acts, I think it was like 16, and Paul was like, I'm, I was thinking about going here, but that door shut, so I went over here. The point was Paul wasn't sitting in his boat like waiting waiting for the wave. It was like, hey, I'm gonna go and I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna take chances. So um, he was always moving. Hmm. And I, so many people are just sitting and they're waiting. Again, they they take that verse, you know, wait on God. And I think there's there's times that that needs to be. But we can wait on God while we're moving. And um, you know, I, I don't think we force things, but there's a difference. I don't know. I think there's a difference. Dang. That's good. That reminds me of calling. Like, you don't have to sit and wait on Revelation. Yeah. Like, go and see if it's your sweet spot. Right. I mean, you th- yeah, I think you see it all through scriptures. It's kind of like, even in the Garden of Eden, um, you know, what was God's, what was God's, what, what did God say to Adam and Eve? Like, you got the whole garden. You know, enjoy the whole thing. Like, go explore, go, go create, go. Just, just one you can't do, but you got the. And then sometimes as Christians, we're like, oh, we're just focusing on the one. We can't do that one. We can't do that. Instead of saying, we have the entire planet hmm. to go and explore and and figure out and and but we're focusing on the one we can't do. Oh, we got to sit here and wait to see and and uh, so that's that's just something I've been learning from Erwin. Hmm. You know, just try take risks try things like and and the one thing I didn't say but like young leaders are at that age where they can take risks they can try things like people that have kids in college right you know, it's a little harder yeah. you know when you've got to make sure True. that you know bills are paid and all that stuff but you guys can you guys you guys have so much freedom yeah and uh, and that's great that's great just gotta send it yep All right, well, thanks, Doug. I know you got to go.